For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Greetings, guys. It's Fake Sorg here from Pittsburgh, PA. Uh, and with me to talk about Raw is from Poughkeepsie, New York, Mad Mike. Hi. Um, yeah, uh, Sorg, Sorg, um, the real Sorg couldn't be here today. So what, what I'm going to do is a little experiment. I'm going to um, put these on and tell you what I, what I think Sorg would have thought about Monday Night Raw tonight. And then I'm going to tell you what really happened. Um, yeah, uh, I also apologies. There was also a very intense hockey game going on, so details are slightly sketchy, but I did watch all of Raw. Um, but yeah, let's let's start with uh let's start with something positive. Um, that main event was amazing. Yeah, that main event, Seth Rollins, the Miz, and Finn Balor tearing it up for 20 minutes, just going strong. Going after a shot at the Intercontinental title. Uh, Samoa Joe happened. We're going to get more of Seth and Joe. Then Finn. Then Bray Wyatt showed up. And we're going to get some more of Finn and Bray. And, and Miz won. And, and it was great. What would you think about it, Mike? Yeah, Sorg. The main event was fantastic. Uh, you know what would have made it even better? If it was for the number one contendership for the Universal Championship. Yeah. Um, because we had a segment to set up this match that was mostly unfunny, but mostly uh, just, just not only was it unfunny, it told you that Seth Rollins is injury prone. Finn Balor won the title one day, never was able to defend it, lost it by himself. And oh yeah, our champion doesn't exist in this universe. Brock Lesnar is not showing up till July, July. It's going to be, it's May. It's May, fake Sorg. What are we even doing here? Dean Ambrose cannot carry this show. D he can't do it. Raw has already lost Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. You can't replace Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens with Dean Ambrose. Uh, it, it just doesn't work. Oh, oh, come on, Mad Mike. Come on. Dean Ambrose had some amazing segments tonight. That's what we like to see. He called Kurt Angle on the phone to book a match. He did backstage interviews. And and the Drifter, the Drifter showed up during one of the Dean Ambrose segments. I mean, come on. that It was great. It was a storyline that built throughout the whole night. And and it was just fun. It Wasn't it fun, Mad Mike? Um, No, no. It, it, Sword, it, it wasn't funny. It wasn't funny. Like, uh, just Dean Ambrose cannot. He's not a good champion. He's not. I've made this point for several weeks now. I can't wait until the Miz beats him, but we have to wait until the middle of July, middle of June for that to happen, probably. Because it's going to happen at Extreme Rules or Great Balls of Fire or Good Golly Musmali or whatever the next Raw pay per view is. Uh, but, all right. You know what, Sorg? 
I'll throw you a bone here. I'll tell you something I did like about Raw. Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss opening the show talking about how uh, Raw, how a lot how a lot of the women's division has defined themselves by someone calling themselves a queen. But Alexa says the queen is dead. And she's calling herself a goddess, which is absolutely amazing. Um, she addressed a whole bunch of people in the division. We kind of teased some animosity with her and Sasha, which could be good. Some animosity with her and Mickey. The interaction between Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax was hilarious because, you know, Alexa knows that Nia can destroy her. No amount of outsmarting Nia is going to win her that match. And then, you know, then we had we had a we had a tag team match after that. And then Mike, wasn't that tag team match fun? I mean, yeah, I know it it was set up like we put the whole division in a match, which, you know, is never really the best thing. But you have to agree with me that at least the right person went over and it was it was good to see Alexa get that win. Right? Uh, Sorg, I, I gotta agree with you on that. I have to agree. Alexa Bliss getting the win in the eight in the eight in the eight woman tag was really fun to see. I, I did like to see that, especially considering they didn't go with the old trope of oh, so and so has been the women's champion. We didn't do that, so uh, it's fun. I actually don't know who Alexa's next title competitor is going to be. That's that's always a good thing to keep us. Uh, we need some mystery. We need some mystery on Raw. Um, but, uh, speaking of mystery, Sorg, how, how do you like how they handled the, uh, the House of Horrors match and, and the fallout from Bray, from Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns? I mean, you had to be a fan of that. I wasn't because Bray said that Randy Orton was still trapped in the House of Horrors, which he wasn't because Orton made it back to the arena quicker than Bray did. And then still almost beat him despite having a refrigerator thrown on top of him. And apparently Braun has a separated shoulder. I haven't seen that anywhere that I hope that's not real. If Braun has a separated shoulder, uh, that, that would just be really devastating, but uh, I don't know. I really hope that's not true. Yeah, man, man, Mike, I, I think, I think that was just a way for them to keep both of those guys off of raw. Uh, because like you alluded to, they're probably going to be in the in the universal title hunt. And we need to keep them away since the champion's not here. But it's creative. It's a good it's a way of making Roman look like he gave out as good as he got. I mean, that's a good thing, right? No. I I I mean I I agree to disagree, Sorg. I don't like how last night's match with them went. I don't like how they handled this segment. Braun Strowman collapsed a ring with the Big Show and stood up five seconds later like it was nothing. I, I don't know. Uh, but let's see. Was there anything else that happened on Raw? Sorg, how do you, how do you like what they what they're doing with the tag team division? Why don't you, why don't you talk about the tag teams a little bit? I'd love to, Mad Mike. Uh, Sheamus and Cesaro. They came out and they were talking about. Being united, being a united front, they built on what they started on Raw Talk last night, which I thought was really great. Uh, they, they were, they were, they, they were talking about how, you know, uh, Cesaro was always the guy that was trying to get Sheamus to be a good guy, and then Cesaro just snapped, and they, they attacked the Hardys post match. They, they're matching, they're wearing matching jackets. They were talking about how the fans 
ruined their big WrestleMania moment. I mean, how can this not be a good thing? And plus, we got Golden Truth in the mix now. We're going to have a tag team turmoil match next week. That The tag team division on Raw is actually getting a little bit exciting. I mean, I don't see how there's possibly any negatives to do with any of this. Well, let me be the one to illuminate this to you, Sorg. Um, I agree with everything that you said. I, I don't necessarily care that Golden Truth had a segment saying that we're going to have Tag Team Turmoil. Okay, that's fine. Good good for Truth and Goldie. Um, and the Sheamus and Cesaro stuff, I enjoyed too. Um, but the, the, the big problem is Matt and Jeff Hardy are boring again. They're boring. They're 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 broken and not in the way we want them to be. They're just Matt and Jeff, the guys from two thousand something when they're heart when they're the Hardys, and they're they're boring faces. I mean, Jeff, they kicked your tooth out. They bloodied up Matt. How does this not break them? Like, why did you guys even re-sign the Hardys if you're not going to get why they became so popular again? This is the entire reason they became popular again. The broken universe. The, the brainchild of Matt Hardy. And to Matt's credit, like, this is where they were in TNA before they had their feud. This is exactly right where they were. Boring-ass tag team champions. And I hated it. I hated seeing them on my TV. I wanted them to leave TNA. And then there was a switch that was pulled. There, there, was, a, there was a direct change in their character, in their angle, in their story. And the fact that we're not doing that yet, given that payback was a very good way to do that, is just idiotic. It's absolutely idiotic. Uh, but let, let's switch some gears uh, to cruiserweights. How do you how do you like what they did in the cruiserweights tonight, Sorg? Well, Matt Mike, we had two great cruiserweight matches. Are you kidding me? We had a six-man tag, and we had TJ Perkins versus Austin Aries. Plus, we had a good backstage segment. Th this was awesome. This was great. Uh, there's uh, The cruiserweights had got a lot more time this week, and... I know you're you're the one that says they need more time, and they gave it to you, Mad Mike. So there's really nothing you can complain about with this. I defy you to find something to create to complain about. Um, the the Austin Aries TJ Perkins stuff where TJ attacked Austin Aries after the match, that was all great. Uh, it was a good setup, had a good segment, but the six man match was a house show match. Or a pre-show match because that it was the pre-show for one of the raw pay-per-views. Um, I mean, it was it was fun, sure, but it didn't enhance the Tazawa Brian Kendrick storyline. It didn't enhance the Noam Dar uh, Rich Swan storyline, and Jack Gallagher and Tony Nese are caught in the middle. Why not throw in Drew Gulak? on the outside doing his no-fly zone gimmick, or instead of Jack Gallagher, who I love Jack Gallagher, let's throw in Mustafa Ali and actually build a storyline using a six-man tag instead of just having a six-man tag for a six-man tag's sake. Uh, I mean, you know, 
I, I guess that's 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 what you can get. But um, so Sorg, I, I know we both had the Pens game tonight. But how much of Raw was watchable to you this week, um, Sorg? Oh, Mad Mike, e easily two hours, 58 minutes, hands down, no question. I just didn't really need the the uh, the Enzo singles match. That was that was basically it. Yeah, uh, two hours, 58 minutes. Beat that, Mad Mike. How much how much of Raw was watchable for you? Wow, Sorg, that's that's overestimating a lot. Uh. Um, I, I think I'll, I think I'll go about, you know, I'll, I'll give it like two hours. I'll give it two hours. There's, there's some really good stuff on here. The main event, definitely worth watching. Uh, the women's segments were good. Uh, the, the Neville Perk, the Neville Perkins area stuff, as I said before, was really fun. Uh, the, the tag team single matches that we had with Enzo didn't need that. Um, the, the incoming death of Slater Gator, which no one saw coming. I, I don't need to see that. I don't need to see Heath Slater and Tyus O'Neill on the on the wrong side of the law with each other. The best part of that was Rhino photobombing their picture. Uh, but yeah, I'll I'll give it two hours. I'll give it two hours, and um, also fuck the Capitals. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, so uh, Sword, where can the good people find you on the internet? Well, Mad Mike, you can follow me at Sorgatron. You can go to at Mayhem Show. Go to WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all of our links. Stitcher, Spreaker. I don't actually know which ones we either on. I know we're on the Super Feed, so watch us on the Super Feed. Mad Mike, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me at Mad Mike four eight eight three on the Twitter machine. Also, look, um, hit up at Mayhem Show with the hashtag MM for when I live tweet programs. And of course, you can catch us tomorrow night on the Wrestling Mayhem Show proper. We talk about everything from payback to backlash to brawl for it all to bash at the beast to great balls of fire to good golly, Miss Molly. I made that joke right. I don't care. It's fun to say it. Um, yeah, yeah, we can we can watch all those. We can talk about all of those things. And um, also, you know, check out our Facebook group. Check out our Facebook group where uh, we have a lot of fun conversations going. We have a lot of good topics of discussion being brought up. And um, let's see. Is there anything else? Uh, say Sorg. Sorg. This is why Sorg needs to have a producer for this match because he forgets his notes and he gets confused sometimes. We have an amazing producer. We need to utilize her more. We need to pay her more. Also, tomorrow night. We also have um, the Gable David Lawless will be in uh, in studio for WMS this week. So um, he's also going to be on a later Indie Mayhem show interview. But yeah, uh, definitely stay tuned for that for tomorrow night. Roundabouts 10 p.m. right around when SmackDown ends. Come on, come in uh, Facebook Live. We talk, we do some fun stuff before the show. We record some gold. We talk about you know this and that and the other thing. And uh, so for Fake Sorg. I'm Mad Mike, and you can keep it raw. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.